that. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do, do when? when... <laughs> I knew it'd come to you. <laughs> I was like, wait, I know that sigh. I know that sigh anywhere. I used to get down to that sigh. Oh, yes. That was like oh, the yes. tune. If you were out mm-hmm. anywhere and you're, <sighs> oh, I just <sighs> gleamed across your table. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna. What you gonna do with all that junk? I'm gonna take it out to the dance floor. Yeah, you are. I'm gonna get all my friends to come with me. So that no boys mm-hmm. look at me. Mm-hmm. They better look at me. Just not too long. Do. Or too closely. <laughs> you, you're you like, that's not me at all. I'm like, get over here. No, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just need like, just need to know I still got it for a second. And I'm like, all Just right, for a bye. second. Okay, that's bye. really all you need. That's what, you know, if, if, I, if I am to find myself randomly <laughs> out mm-hmm. for some reason by miracle... I still like to get, okay, for example, of course, they couldn't see me from the neck down, but the other day, well, this was last year. Actually, it was last year um, when I was super fit. So I guess they could tell by my neck mm-hmm. size that I must be super fit. They knew I had a hot body. They could tell. Anyway, I was in the car <laughs> and a truck of younger guys was parked next to me, hanging out the window going, hey, girl. And they said, girl, too. So I was like, ooh. <laughs> Mama still got it. I almost want to be like, hey, come on. Y'all want my number? You want to talk? Meet me in the parking lot. Culver's right down here. Get out. Get all my kids out. <laughs> you going to pay for this? Right? Like, you got, hey, you got an extra five? <laughs> just to see the look on their face. It's right. just, it would be that kind would of be, fun oh, to do it. You know? That would be really funny. Sorry, anyway. Kyler, just move the mic. Do you need to? Oh, my God. Okay. So I have a story. I do have a story. I'm going to. So listen, I'm going to be honest with y'all listeners. I'm just trying to tell as many stories as I can because Corey's done for the day. No, I got <laughs> I've had, honestly, we'll get to me, but we it's will. been a rough. I have something relatable, though, um, that happened today. And I think all of our listeners will appreciate it if they listen to last week's episode. Uh-huh. And so um, if you didn't listen, listen to it last week's episode, you're going to need to listen to it in order to understand why this is even funnier that I'm about to tell right now. So I am using the bathroom. My husband though, what? Okay. Let me break it down in a timeline. My husband goes to go to the bathroom and I hear him in there all like ticked off and um, I guess my girls peed, put too much toilet paper into the toilet, clogged it. You know, they mm-hmm. do this fairly often. And he's in there like freaking out. Like, oh, my God. My God. You know. Yeah. So I'm like, will you chill? You know, because mm-hmm. he had really, it was like the first time he had even been uh, awake today. So I was right. like, what are you, chill. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm no stranger to urine situations. So I'm just like, you just, <laughs> you pretty much wrote the damn book. At this exactly. Point. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't even want to hear it from you. So he's in there and, um, and I had to go too, but I couldn't cause he's in there, you know, plunging away, having a meltdown. So I go into the half bath in our bedroom that I never use. And I get in there and I'm peeing and I have the door shut. And then I realized I have no toilet paper. I have no TP. So he's in there digging TP out the toilet. I'm in the other side. No TP at all. And I, <laughs> and I look up. So I'm having this situation where I'm looking around like, what can I wipe with? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Been there. I'm, I'm, I was hollering. I tried hollering. I tried banging on the wall. Here's the truth. I was aggravated with my spouse. I didn't want to ask him. Yeah. So I'm like banging on the wall like, Bradley, 
some of my some one of my spawn come in yeah, here yeah <laughs> some toilet paper and i just started thinking about it and i was like I'm, this is such a funny situation that everyone has found themselves in mm-hmm. everyone i don't care who you are you have found yourself stranded on a toilet with no toilet paper and you have used a dirty sock a random <laughs> towel or like i had to do today there's about 20 cardboard i've done it i have used the cardboard (laughs) listen listen if you have not pressed a cardboard empty toilet roll to your urethra to (laughs) to soak in all that urine (laughs) i can't relate to your life so i'm doing that and i'm just thinking to myself you know how i need to make sure i tell the whole world about this because i don't feel like anyone's said this and i just want you to know I've wiped with cardboard before. <laughs> and, Same. and then either you're on a mission to make sure you get that cardboard stuffed in the absolute <laughs> bottomless part of the trash can. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you don't need evidence <laughs> lying around. I mean, there's no exactly. reason to have some evidence lying exactly. around. Exactly. And, you know, there's been times uh, where I'm sure I've, you know, I don't, I know I've had to use like a t- towel, like a random mm-hmm. towel that's in floor, like anything that will soak. If it has soaking capabilities, I'll use it if I have to. I'll do what I got to do. I'm not a big fan of drip drying, you know, because it's never actually dry. It's always a little bit still there. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's my situation. So we have my husband in one bathroom plunging away, yeah. pitching a fit. And we got me on the other end, no toilet paper at all, wiping my butt with cardboard. And so I get out there and he's, you know, in there and I'm like, you need to chill. And he goes, uh, you probably wouldn't like it if you had pee on you either. Oh, mm. I can only imagine what mm. happens next. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, I was like, do you do you not remember? Did you break out into song uh, again? Did you forget? <laughs> did you forget? Do you forget who I am, where I'm from? No, I didn't. I didn't go. I didn't. I didn't sing at him or anything. But I just was like, I can't even believe this okay. just came out yeah. of his mouth. Yeah, that's never happened. That's that's crazy idea. That's never happened to me. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, your urine literally on my bare bottom feet two weeks ago. Yes, I do. And he goes, well, I just don't know why they can't flush toilet. I was like, I don't know. Why don't you tell them? Because mm-hmm. you're the one who doesn't flush it either. And, right. you know, that, which was such a good comeback. Oh, burn. <laughs> burn but that's you know that was the situation today and i couldn't help but cackle just thinking about the fact that i just got done telling a huge story on last week's episode about having my husband's pee and my dog's pee at the same time on the bottom of my bare feet and then he had he, and then he had the nerve right. to say those words to me if i had urine on me <laughs> you know what he did too you know he left little like he plunged it so he left like there was pee droplets all around the toilet where he was plunging and and, and i and he left and i know he did it on purpose too so i'd have to clean it mm-hmm. or at least in my head that's why mm-hmm. so yeah that was my story so that's gonna be used <laughs> back on him for a while right? yeah i've just put that in the put box that in your pocket <laughs> with everything else right uh, you should try being married to a plumber, okay? Man, they are... He's no joke about anything. Like, I can't There ain't flush. nothing getting clogged There ain't here. nothing I can flush <laughs> down that toilet. <laughs> Actually, I remember, the, I remember one time him coming... I don't even remember why he was at our house. Maybe he was doing something with... I don't even know. But yeah. I, Or maybe you were just giving me advice 
that you learned from him. But it, y'all made sure that we knew not to ever flush wipes, uh, wet no, wipes. No, you don't ever flush wipes. And then you also don't ever buy the wipes that say that they're flushable, uh, flushable because they're not. That's they a just, lie from the devil, he says. They'll <laughs> they, flush, you but can, they're going to get stuck. Yes. And then, of course, the tampons, he's like, you can't, you flush, can't tampons? flush tampons. Oh, gosh. They don't go anywhere. So they just stay in, like, the the pipe underground. And eventually, somebody will have to come in and it, unclog it. No it, matter what. It's always going to happen. Oh. Always. Oh, so. man. Yeah. Oh, that's a lovely job. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do, do it. Somebody's got to do it. Well, I remember when I was in high school, we, it was the first house we owned or lived in. I doubt we owned it ever. Um, you know, we'd only ever lived in a trailer before the, at this point. And so we lived in a house. So in my opinion, we were rich. Right. I was like, oh, it's a, it's a house. It's mm-hmm. an actual house. It was, it was just as small as a trailer. It might as well have been a trailer. Um, but it had a fenced in backyard, which I was like super proud of that we had that. We had an actual backyard. Well, this backyard was made out of poop uh, mm. because there was the thing what's it called the the sewer the sewer thing i don't even know <laughs> didn't work so all of the waste all the poop pee everything oh no was always seeped up out of the ground in the backyard always that smelled amazing that was wonderful i was like so excited that we finally got a house i could bring my friends over and i was like well never mind there's, well, never- there's actual poop in my backyard <laughs> And it is in a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nor are... a drunk neighbor. I just don't want to talk about it. Uh, I just could not catch a break. I'm telling right. you what. Life is hard. Tough. We were both so tired tonight. I was like, um, called Corey. I was like, so we we're both like, what are we going to talk about? It's like, I don't know. How about we're tired? Yeah. Well, I have a couple things we can talk about. Um, and it's kind of hard. Oh, no. Well, we were going to talk about some of your stuff that you got going on yeah. last week. We've we been, well, we've been pushing it back. And I think it's because I just am having a hard time saying it on here. And I've gone back. I've fought back and forth with whether I want to talk about it. Because it is has to do with one of my kids. But, like, I almost think, well, what is the point of us doing what we're doing if I'm not, you know... Um, open about things that I'm I know for a fact other people go through and I know that people have way worse situations I you know like it's it is what it is but um so I guess for this for this past year it has been I've one of my children has had a very difficult time um this particular child I have known I would say since she was two that there were some emotional um, issues going on. It was very evident from things like pulling hair out, from you know hitting her head on the wall, her meltdowns that weren't just normal meltdowns, you know. Uh, and this has been consistent um, since she was two. And you know, there's lots of different things that I don't really need to get into, but it has progressed um, significantly. I would say probably in the last two years, but then this year. It's kind of turned into something else. and Like it, you can't ignore it. I can't ignore it anymore. Um, and it's really hard to see your kids struggling. Um, and it's really hard to see other people see your kids struggling, you know, yeah. and, and make comments to me. And I know that not one person has ever said something to me that they meant maliciously or, 
in any kind of a bad way, but it's still very hard to like, um, know that it's definitely seen from other people. Mm. Um, things, for example, like, wow, that's the first time I've ever seen her smile or, um, is she okay? Like what's going on, you know? And, uh, it's kind of turned into aggressive behavior towards another child and, in our home and my other sibling yeah I don't know why that came (laughs) out so weird another child another child that I've smuggled into my house (laughs) no sorry yeah her sibling I don't know why I made that weird uh anyway uh and it's gotten pretty pretty bad and um anyway so I I have been doing a lot of researching a lot of brainstorming praying everything under the sun uh about what's going on? What could possibly going on? What do I need to do? And I did finally make the first step and I made a doctor's appointment who then gave me the referral to where I need to go. And we actually today had our first counseling session and, um, it went so good. I, I never expected it to go good because, um, you know, she doesn't talk to anybody really besides people that she has known for a long time. I mean, like her whole life (laughs) and that she's comfortable with. And I had zero expectation going into this. Um, And I was really in my, all in my head, like, this is stupid. It's not going to work. Why am I doing this? But it did. She responded. She might not have looked at the person the whole time, you know. But what a relief. Uh, But she responded. And, and what's crazy is that I could see that she enjoyed it. Like we left there and it was like, it was like a just a release, wait, like it was a release, yeah. yeah and you could see it for and, her, mm-hmm. is probably just to say she, things, yeah, yeah. And and I have not brought her into any of this, um, not knowing what's going on. We've made some great strides talking about like between her and I, like what's going on and why I'm taking into counseling, and you know. Um, you, you guys, I don't know. It's hard to really talk about it right now, and. So do you kind of have an idea of, so I know when we had talked, you sort of thought maybe it was, which this is just obviously none of us know, only medical professionals can tell you that, Mm -hmm. but you kind of thought maybe it was high functioning autism. autism. Uh, That is a possibility. And she will be getting um, tested for that, evaluated by a doctor at this place. That's going to happen Later, this is like she's going to counseling with this therapist, and then she'll also be doing that soon. Uh, it just takes a little more time to get into that, uh, but it is a possibility, um, and it is also a possibility that she is just very severe anxiety, and um, that's kind Which of which you also thought might be it. Oh, too. sure. Um, and I knew that's a lot of it. I knew that was, that has been the case since she was little and yeah. the, the, the case for all the rituals that we've always had with her, mm-hmm. the case for the meltdowns before we leave to go somewhere, you know? Um, now I think the reason that it's kind of, um, she's displacing this anxiety and anger on her sister because, uh, this sister things are easier for her, yeah. you know, socially. She and doesn't deal with that. She, she doesn't, doesn't have anxiety. She doesn't... She doesn't get it, you know. Yeah. And um, also, I know that it's hard for her. It's hard all around because my daughter, Jovi, who's getting the brunt of a lot of this, um, doesn't really get why this is happening. 
Yeah. Um, and it's caused a lot of friction and a lot of me having to keep them separate and me trying to explain, you know, to my daughter, my oldest daughter who's going through this, like what... <laughs> Me explaining things endlessly, but there's no, like, understanding of really what I'm saying, which is kind of why I have this, like, maybe it's high-functioning autism, because she's very smart, she's known how to talk forever, you know, she she can talk, and she can smile and have fun and stuff, but it's um, just certain social cues that I have noticed, even more so the older that she's gotten, that she misses a lot, and, um, you know, the therapist I talked to today, we kind of you know, we're thinking, yeah, it could be that, but it also could just be a very severe social anxiety and, um, you know, anger and depression that comes from having to deal with that and having a hard time communicating that to people, which also makes a lot of sense. So anyway, you know, I am so hopeful after that I could cry because, um, it's really hard. Yeah, it's been weighing on you. It has been, it's been really hard. You've had a really rough, Month though, and so like everyone doesn't know that because we haven't. Really yeah, told everyone that's everything. another thing. Yeah. <laughs> My really dad, I mean Kyler and I's dad, just got diagnosed with lymphoma, and it will be okay. And he is the strongest man that I have ever met, and he would never even let you think that anything's going on with him. And he is determined, and it's going to be fine. I have no worries for him. I know it, I know it will be fine, but it is obviously very scary to it hear the scary. words. It's you okay know? to feel it's completely okay to feel upset or yeah. emotional or sad about it because I mean, it is hard and it is scary and you can say it's going to be fine, you know. Yeah. Over and over <laughs> and over, but yeah. it doesn't it's okay that to be feeling feelings of you know being scared or emotional or Right. Just, you know, a little worried. And, uh, you know, the strain, you just had a lot of stresses going on. I mean, that Each one of those are really big things on their own. And mm-hmm. then they happen at the same time. Right. Doesn't it always happen that way? It's yeah. like, holy crap, I can't. Like, right. Give me a second, you know. Uh, <laughs> and on top of that, you know, we all got the dang flu again. You um, did. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm just like. What's going on? <laughs> like, like, we but your it. next good day is going to be the best day <laughs> ever. You know what it's I mean? Already, it's already <laughs> looking up. Today is actually a very good day. And um, I am very hopeful. And, and I do look forward to giving you guys updates. I know that I've, I'm being kind of vague about everything with my daughter. That's mostly because it's kind of hard. I don't know what the line is of how much I should talk about it or not yet. Well, but I like, think it's great to talk about it because, um, you know, there's there's a lot of moms out there mm-hmm. who have children with different behavioral type um, yeah. struggles from autism. There's all kinds of different ones out there. And I think it's kind of probably nice just to hear somebody talk about it. You right. Know? And also coming from somewhere like with your perspective, you know, I'll having watched all your kids grow up yeah. with mine. Um, you know, it wasn't just, you know, my oldest also is really good friends with her oldest because they are very similar mm-hmm. in the fact that they enjoy to kind of be alone. Right. And they're both fairly quiet, but um, it, there was a clear difference in mm-hmm. the way, like the older they were getting, it wasn't just. You being, could tell it yeah. wasn't just being shy. It wasn't just you know, being dramatic, yeah. you know, it, it's definitely gotten to be pretty serious. And, um, 
the good thing, what I love about my strong, I'm going to cry. It's so, okay. <laughs> what hey, I love about you her. You cry and I'll cry and we'll okay. cry and we'll feel better. Is that she, she wants to do everything. She wants to get out there and play sports. She tried out for a play this year, which is insane to me yeah. to even... I couldn't even comprehend the fact that she was out there doing it and you couldn't hear her talk. But it was like but she, she did was it. there. Yeah. And and she is so up for trying anything. And when I sat her down and had to explain, like, I don't want you to feel like I think you're there's something wrong with you because I don't feel that way. I think that we need to get you happy because you deserve happiness and I know that you're struggling with things and I know that it's hard for you to talk to me about but we're gonna we're going to figure it out and she takes that in and she says okay and she took my hand and held my hand so tightly as she was in that room with this lady and she wouldn't look at her at all but she would answer her and um it blew my mind there's things I didn't think she would do she's doing and um she wants to get better and she she wants to not react how she's reacting when mm. she's angry and uh i think this is just the start of some great things and i'm well and that's good because she's learning like um how to live and and have some peace and joy and, mm-hmm. but not necessarily change who she is but learn how to deal with whatever feelings or you know whatever's going on in whatever's head. going on mm-hmm. and i know you know it, and it's also receiving mm-hmm. emotional cues from other people so sometimes right. um for example like if i was i can make sarcastic jokes pick at yeah you know jovi or teddy you and i know i can't do that with her because mm-hmm. she won't understand that i'm kidding right and i so i learned that real quickly with her mm-hmm. and you don't want to upset her um so i'm glad that I think it's a blessing that she's so willing yeah, and acknowledging, mm-hmm. you know, because that's really great. And you're doing such a good job and you might not always feel like it, but just the fact that you're being proactive and not just trying to say, okay, it's fine. It's a phase. She'll right. Go, you know, like acknowledging this isn't. It's been a battle. It's been a mind battle for years. And it's been me going back and forth with my husband, going back and forth with my parents. And like, what is this? What do I do? What do I do? Is this the right thing? And it's been me. It's taken a lot for me to learn how to talk to her. And I can tell you that I always, I have not always handled it great. Mm. Um, because I cannot discipline her the same way I do my other kids. I can't she doesn't get it it's just like it just sends her into this spiral and and you know i've i've told you guys before i am naturally a yeller i mean i am and i cannot do a lot of people are right yeah Yeah, i'm right there with you um and it has taken me a while and i do feel do feel good about that part of me that i have um really come a long way as far as knowing how to talk to her how to bring her back down calm her down and uh I mean, we sat there on the bed the other day, held hands and took deep breaths, inhaling and outhaling, you know, or and exhaling and outhaling. Well, so it's, Tyler, you know, please. Have, <laughs> <laughs> and exhaling. 
say it do not me. cut that out uh-huh. um but that's that's really great though because this is the reality this is i mean mm. you know of course all moms if we can we we want to we want our kids to just not really have to face anything hard right it's, you know but at the same time we know mm-hmm. if they don't they're not going to have as great a character as someone who has to go through. So it's like, we know if they're going to end up being the people we want them to be as adults, they're going to have to go through some things. Mm-hmm. And we really are just trying to do our best to be there along the way and guide them emotionally support yeah. and guide yeah. them discipline when needed in the correct way. And mm-hmm. we're always learning too. Right. And I, the thing I like the most about, I know the way that both of us are is we openly admit to our kids constantly that we mm-hmm. are not perfect yeah. You know, so it's like we, we don't set this expectation of perfection from, you know, adults around you or mm-hmm. your parents, but we do let, but there, you know, you make sure you draw that line of respect and, you know, mm-hmm. and it's probably ending up being really, really healthy for you and your character and growing as a mom and a person going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wants to. Right. But because this is the situation you're in, I'm glad that you're able to take it and take something good from it and grow from it and learn from it. And also, I think talking about it with our listeners, whatever is on your heart and on your mind, really mm. helps. I mean, there is nothing better when you're going through something than talking about it. Whether that's like talking to a therapist or a counselor or a friend or a parent mm. or writing, but just like getting it out of your system, getting your yeah. thoughts out of your head, you know, so you yeah. can work through them. I guess it just makes me, I ultimately only want to protect all my children, right? I want to protect her. I don't want anybody to ever think anything negatively of her. And I know that we have a lot of listeners who know her. And so that worries me. But I know that this isn't something that should just never be talked about. It's not anything like, I mean, it's it's something that millions of people are going through. And a lot, and a lot of times it's a lot worse, you know, um, I just, you know, we, we just, it's scary. If anything, I think it's good for people to know what's going on because mm -hmm. I know as someone before you have to deal with anything like this, maybe you don't know how to react to it or Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like if someone else, so you can be kind of that voice and, and, and it'll also just be good to, for people to know who do know you and who, who are around you, what's going on. So they know how to, you know, handle it and react and also that they know like nothing's wrong with her i would say like i just would say if i were to give any advice to anybody questioning the you know what might be going on with their child is um like trust your gut because it's usually right Right, and i have been fighting myself for for years for seven years now you know um thinking eh I, I don't know. And, I, and I've, it's been a, it's been kind of a th- an issue between my husband and I, because, um, we're, I love you, Mike. I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's very much a, it's going to be okay. We're going to handle right. it kind of guy, you know, like we don't need, we don't need any of that. And and we've come to an agreement now, like therapy is what we need, right. you know, for her. And uh, and he's on board. But it's taken a while, you know. Mm. It's taken a while to like, uh, you know, but like I'm the one that sees most everything. 
Um, I'm the advocate for her. I know I have other kids too. I know kind of what's what's kind of typical behavior and what isn't, you know. Yeah. And and I've worked in childcare, you know. Yeah. Like I just being I able to. I mean, it's it not so unusual much. for a child to you know melt down. Be, yeah, melt down or but have not, moments of mm-hmm. uh, sibling rivalry or. Uh, it's not unusual for you know them to get nervous or stage fright or this or that. No, it's um, but it's very clear. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. Um, I think just about anybody to to see. So it seems like something's really wrong. You know, mm-hmm. as far as um, not just being nervous, but looking terrified and shaky and it's like the whole body like yeah, clenches her, yeah her inward like body like, language yeah. yeah in a ball. I don't know. It's. It's, it's different. It is different. It's hard to it's, see yeah, for it's, me as a mom. But um, I know it is. And, you know, I actually know the moment you're talking about, because I'll be honest, in my head, I thought this, I was like, oh, she had a really good moment just now. Mm. But then all these other people turned around and actually said that to you. And it was yeah, like, is it, So she tough. had a good moment in um, volleyball and uh, she kind of She smiled. loosened up for she a second. She loosened up for a second because she made a good play. And then all of a sudden. Huge about, smile. Four or five people turned around and like she said, smiled. Oh my god, she <laughs> smiled. That's the first time I've seen her smile. Like yeah. three different parents said that, and, and they're saying it because they're happy. No, and I they know. were happy for her, I totally but I knew. It. I was like, oh, that it's, is tough for you because she does smile. Like yeah. I want to be like she smiles. She's, she's happy. I swear she she wants to be here. And, <laughs> and part of it, if I'm being honest, is me being defensive about my own parenting because I, I have many times felt like people look at me like, why do you have her here? Like, why are you making her do this? And I wanted to always be like, I'm not making her. Yeah. She wants to be here so bad. It's just that you wish you could when, just put it on a sign and carry it around. Yeah, but like yeah. when we get here is when you know, that anxiety actually on the way there is when the anxiety yeah. starts to hit her and she melts down. But you're doing the right thing by allowing her to do the things she yeah. says she wants to do and give her that chance. I can't sugar. You, you got to live life, we baby girl. Out, like, you know, her like in the we, house. Like if she wants to be there and mm-hmm. she says, I want to go and she wants to go and face her anxiety. Yeah. It's amazing. Then absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, that's the right thing. And I, I mean, truly, I don't know. There might be one or two jerks now and then, but most of that's probably Probably you feeling like people, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? But that's funny you said that because, um, you know, I was at, so last week I was in Orlando mm-hmm. with, for Children's Hospitals Week with Children's Miracle Network. Mm-hmm. So Children's Miracle Network uh, basically funds, fundraises and, and funds all the different children's hospitals. So they fill in this huge gap between any kind of government funding or insurance mm-hmm. and you know, um, to help, you know, children pay for their care, but also to help with research, to help with, you know, equipment, at the hospitals and all of that. So it's a really, really amazing program. And, um, I was really, really humbled that they mm-hmm. asked me to come and be a part of it. And so the whole week, you know, it's just, it's a ton of miracle families. So yeah. families who have children who are patients at children's hospitals, and we're talking, there are autism moms there mm-hmm. there's so that we're, it's everything there's such a Every variety aspect of life that could yes. possibly happen <laughs> yes and yeah. so there's mothers there with um behavioral things that mm-hmm. they're there for and then there's like these extremely rare genetic disorders like my my girl oh carly my gosh she melted me she was she not oh, the sweetest so, so sweet. um i was connected with heather and carly her daughter mm-hmm. who 
whose birthday was actually while we were there, and she turned eight years old. And so Heather's daughter, Carly, has an extremely rare genetic condition called progeria, which is kind of like a backwards Benjamin Button. So Mm -hmm. basically every year of her life, her body ages eight to ten years. Everything else is an eight-year-old right she you know she thinks like i mean it's not so many people had questions about it while we were there but basically it's just that her body is getting older and older and older it's kind of like um i well i don't know if this is a great comparison but like you know how dog years are like way longer than so um when you look at her though it's you've never seen anyone you know like her and so obviously everywhere she goes there's looks yeah so um you know i know it's like a a different level of what you're talking about but this is something moms of all different um walks of life life, dealing with all different kinds of things can all relate to it's very important these stories are told Mm. and it's very important that these moms you know have their voice heard and and you know that's that no matter what stage you're in of feeling like something's going on Mm -hmm. you can relate, you know, and also take a lot of encouragement and inspiration from them because, um, so with Carly there, she, the expectancy is I think 10, maybe 12 years because it's actually exact same as being 80 years old. She's eight. It's like her body's 80. So when they do, when they do pass away, it's usually from something that an old person like pneumonia or or a stroke, heart attack, you know, um, so it's not because she's got immune problems or anything like that. But so talking with her mom was really interesting and also encouraging because yeah. that is a really stressful situation, oh my God. you know, not just the fact that they're dealing with really having to soak in every moment. Yeah. Every year is, you know, like 10. Mm-hmm. So um, their perspective on life is so encouraging. But also that perspective that she has as a mom, like having to watch the way people react to her daughter. Did you guys talk about that? Yes, we did. And what did she say? So one thing she said, uh, because I was like, you know, what would you like more people to know? Mm -hmm. Or what's the thing you wish more people would ask? Exactly. And she said that she really wishes that more parents would think about these things yeah because we don't we don't if you don't if you don't have a child dealing with any of these things you typically don't think about it you know before Ainsley got cancer I never gave a second thought to childhood cancer right you know what I mean out of sight out of mind right because you don't really you're just not thinking about it you don't need to and nobody like it's hard you don't want to go around thinking about horrible situations all the time but like but she does she wants more people talking about things that matter yes that's yes. her biggest message was that we talk about too much stupid stuff. Right. And listen, I'm the queen of talking about stupid <laughs> stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, mean, there's no such thing as comedy without stupid stuff. Yeah. But I think what she meant is so much. We spend a lot of time arguing and fussing and obsessing over yes. things that really aren't that important. And when you have someone like these families who are really very much in reality oh, because yeah. they have no choice right. uh, day to day, she said she wishes that we would really start talking about things that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she said that she does does wish that parents and uh she said mothers i think just because we're mothers and we were just talking Mm -hmm. about mothers but to you know talk about these things with their kids to let their kids know that you know other kids are different and there might come a time where they're around a child who might look a little different Mm -hmm. or behave a little different or um 
you know, like same thing you're dealing with. And, and just so that their children kind of are more aware of how they react. Right. Right. Yeah. So with her daughter, it's a very physical, it's very, it's a, nobody's seen anyone like her, especially children. Yeah. And so for example, um, she was, Carly wants to FaceTime with my girls and Mm -hmm. I was already like, well, I'm not putting Bodie on the phone then because Mm -hmm. she's four and she says what she sees. Yeah. And she would never mean anything you know, mean hearted or anything like that. But she might actually say out loud, why do you look like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause she does that. We were at Texas roadhouse and the lady asked the lady, her name the lady told her, she said, that's a weird name. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> you know, like, what are you, are you serious? Doing? You can't yeah. just don't say that. So it's, it's, she just wants us to have these conversations about these things, you know, so that sure, people, I love that. Yes. Me too. And that was her big message. And, um, you know, watching all these different moms dealing with all different types of um, setbacks and struggles that they're, they're having to watch their kids go through, it kind of, you leave a week like that mm-hmm. once again, kind of brought down to earth and humbled reality, and yeah. uh, grateful, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Um, and I just think it's real interesting how it's the people who are going through the hardest things like that, who have the best outlook on life, mm-hmm. which it's like, you, you don't want any, have to go through things right. like that. We didn't want to go through what we went through with Ansley, but like, it, that's kind of the way life works and, mm-hmm. and what, how you, you know, become better mm-hmm. through things and what builds character. And I think the whole point of our whole entire lives is to always continue growing and wanting to become better and better and better versions of ourselves right and growing and sure families like this help you do that so yeah. stories like yours help other people do that you it know it just helps with i mean like her story and everybody everybody has a story but like it just helps you know humans with empathy which is what we all yes. need to have yes. and and the realization that people are going through some tough crap yeah. you know and like Let's all be a little kinder to each other. And, you know, know, listen, if anybody knows how hard that is, it's ginger snap over here. Okay. (laughs) But, you know, like something that um, (laughs) we all have our moments, you know, Um, give yourself some grace. But sometimes you're that person going through that hard stuff. And hopefully the people around you are have enough character to be like, you know what? You're going through some things. So I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let that one go. You know, but I thought about that when, um, not long after Ansley passed away, Mm -hmm. my sister, I don't remember how this got brought up, but she just, she was in the grocery store. And at this time, I know she was pretty numb Mm -hmm. and, uh, pretty miserable and devastated, but she had to go to the grocery store. And I thought other people seeing her probably are wondering what is wrong with her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you were to see her in a grocery store line or she just looked like she was about ready to give up or miserable. I can't tell you how many <laughs> or times. Mad. You, sometimes yeah, you look or mad. mad in that like yeah. that just down, like yes. dark place. I can't tell you how many times I've had like an older man tell me, uh, hey, you should smile. You should it smile. Oh, oh, oh I'll drop kick your face, <laughs> smile man. First of all, I was thinking pretty hard about... 5,000 things. And so I don't smile when I'm doing Dude, that. I had somebody, I've had old men. It makes me so too. mad. That is, I don't owe you a ultimate. smile. You're a lot prettier when you smile. And oh. then, oh God, like that's my life's mission to look pretty for you right now while I'm trying to get some freaking milk. Preach girl, so, preach. <laughs> <laughs> We're going up. But you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I thought, 
How many times has that been me where I saw someone and thought, what's their problem? Yeah. Or chill yeah, out or mood. pay attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a big thing is when you're really going through, how many times have you just been completely oblivious to what's going around you because yeah. you're just in your head, you're completely. numb. Yeah. yeah. And you're, you're, yeah, you can't think, you can't mm-hmm. think about anything. So you're just distracted. I almost got nailed by an ambulance one time because I <laughs> I did not even know that it was happening, but I went right on across. It was a green light, <laughs> but I was super distracted. And you remember, okay, so there was a period of time where um, I had a lot going on, trying to get a book, the book written, and um, uh, I think I was writing Ansley's chapters at the time, mm-hmm. so I was just really upset. I was having a hard oh, time, yeah. and it was that week, and I had a green light, and I went. I didn't mm-hmm. even have the radio on. I mean, I got halfway across and all the horns were blowing. <laughs> it scared me out of my skin. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And there were all these like fire trucks, ambulance, everything. That and were, you're just like, I just went. Yeah, I just went. Um, I just went for it. And I'm sure that they were probably like, you idiot. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> probably just on your phone. Like, off the street. Like probably cussing you. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. And I, and it was, and that wasn't it. I was just completely in a bad headspace. Yeah. And, um, but I always think of that story and I, and I try to re- think about my sister in that mm-hmm. time and how I would, I would hope people would, they never know what you do. You sure. always read that meme, like be kind to everyone. Cause you never know what they're going through. And mm-hmm. I know that that's annoying. Cause you see it all the time and you hear but it all the time. True. Yeah. Yes. And there's going to be times where you slip mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're not so nice. And sometimes someone ain't going sometimes through. <laughs> you might not get the type of veggie wrap you want and you might slip up a little bit and you but... cannot throw food at the subway workers. <laughs> you know, it's just how life works. Yeah. <laughs> but Sometimes you're the one going through the things. And yeah. so you snap at someone, you know, it's just, I think a, a real sign of maturity as a person is being able to control your emotions and try to step outside and be logical and acknowledge what someone else might be dealing with mm-hmm. and so that you can be the bigger person. And there's a whole lot of people out there not able to be the bigger person right now. I just would like to encourage you <laughs> to make that your mission. <laughs> and you know what? You saying that, I'll be honest, what you just said right there. I'm going to make it my mission to be more mindful about that because I might be the queen of getting irritated. (laughs) I'm the queen of being the smaller person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the queen of like, if I'm going through a checkout line and I don't feel like they're real happy to see me, I'm kind of in my head like, well, fine. What even is it? Have a great day. Like, I don't say anything all the time, but I get annoyed. And like, (laughs) I need to stop being such an irritable person sometimes, you know? I think annoyance is at an all-time high amongst most people. We have so Um, much expectation of each other, and it's stupid. Why do I give a crap if the person checking out my toilet paper says have a great day or not? Why does that matter? I don't even know. I need to shut up. Right? In my head. I had this thought today, and I mean, I didn't say nothing. I brushed it off, but you know, when uh, they tell they say, how are you? Which is really nice, right? They Mm -hmm. say, how are you? And I say, I'm great. How are you? And they just walk off. And they walk away. Stop it. Why are we the same person? (laughs) This just happened to me at Target. Somebody I have known, you know him too. I'll tell you who it is after this. But uh, uh, I have known for a long time, grew up with Kyler, good friends with him. And I saw him at Target. And he said, hey, hey, Corey. And I said, hi, how are 
are you? And he just walked on. And I was Probably like, mofo, tell me how you are. Tell me who you but are. But you know like, what happened now. was that all of a sudden they started feeling socially awkward. So they were like, I got to end this. And, and it is stupid <laughs> small talk. Like, yeah, he's probably, he was probably just like, oh, she really doesn't care. Like, do I really it's need to tell like you? When, um, okay. So like when the Starbucks guy also, when he hands me my thing and says, um, thanks for coming to Starbucks. And I say, thanks, you too. And then and I die. And, and then I die inside a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And I just, I, I literally see my life go black. <laughs> And white while Sarah McLaughlin plays in the background and I drive away really slowly like I'm so embarrassed yeah. um, but that's like you know it's just we're all awkward right. and so I think it's really um, a good thing to be able to acknowledge that we're all awkward and <laughs> give each other grace mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one reason why I like to make jokes a lot because I feel like it brings a sense of normalcy to awkwardness because yeah. it is normal and we all feel awkward sometimes we all say stupid things we all get choked up so Sometimes during a funeral, uh, and I don't mean choked up in a tearful way. I mean choked up like sucked your spit back the wrong pop, like we talked about in the last <laughs> yeah. episode. You Life know, like happens. weird weird things happen. For mm-hmm. example, uh, on my flight to Orlando, mm-hmm. so I'm, y'all y'all all know I have really bad allergies, and um, I don't know what happened. I, didn't know that. I was I I don't got boogies in my nose. <laughs> really bad allergies um so uh, what happens is i'm totally fine everything's fine and then i get on i board the plane i'm in the middle seat which is amazing uh and it's a good time it's always a good time right and i was i've actually never really been next to a super annoying person since we're on the topic of trying not to be annoyed by people. Um, But there was a lady on the left of me who was so pretentious. I've never actually been in the presence of someone like this. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow, you do exist. You don't, you aren't just on social media. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She would not buckle up. She would not buckle up. I was like, it was like a standoff between her and the (laughs) airport lady. Like she was on a mission to complain, to be uh, upset. I'm pretty sure she tried to get into first class and it was already booked and so she just had to take the next you know row and was mm-hmm. super ticked about it you know um and and she wouldn't fasten her thing also her foot was touching my thigh almost the whole flight it was i just you know i was like what are you doing she had her legs crossed and completely tilted towards oh, me so her whole foot was over in my i sat i wish y'all could see me right now we should be on have this on youtube i was I was so thin in my seat. <laughs> I had my knees pressed together, my elbows in, and my phone. Why does it feel there's Exactly. For an hour and a half. Because oh, I so had awful. no space. She took my space. And also because uh, people probably think that I would not just not say anything. But most of the time, I'm overly polite to the point where I don't say anything. I just look like, I'll be fine. I can do this. Okay. Motivational challenge. You can do this the entire time. Uh, you, you're okay. You've got 45 minutes left. You can make this happen. Keep those knees together. It's fine. 
Um, squeeze like a workout. Squeeze in. Try to aggressively release. move your knee to the squeeze right. In. So she maybe picks up the social cue that you don't want her foot touching your leg. She didn't pick up on it. She didn't Mm-mm. care because she didn't care. She was like, I'm supposed to be in first class. I'm taking up first class space. And you know, like that's... <laughs> Two different two types no. of people in the world. Here's the, people the deal. That are... Everyone knows you get one armrest sure. on a plane. The other one you have to share. Same thing at the movie theater. One armrest is yours. The other one belongs to the guy next to you. That's mm-hmm. just the way it works. It's called politeness. Mm-hmm. Nope, they were both hers. So uh, she never oh buckled up. <laughs> she never buckled up. Took up both armrests. Touched me with her foot. It was just. <sighs> it was. It was horrible. I did not know that these people existed in real life. I just assume everyone has a sense of. Um, what's the word what's the word for when you think of other people courtesy courtesy no they don't (laughs) some of them don't (laughs) and i don't even know why i told you oh okay oh bring it back (laughs) of all times of all times of all people for me to be next to I'm allergic to something on this plane. I was totally fine before I got on it. I got in there. I felt it coming. I was like, oh, crap. My nose started pouring. <laughs> and that is the worst. Listen, you do not want to be on a plane and get the sniffles. Mm-mm. Because immediately, everyone thinks you have leprosy. They're just looking at you like, why are you sniffing? What is that sound? It's slipping. Yeah. Stop. And, and you can't stop because it keeps running, right? You also don't want to blow your nose. And if it's allergies, blowing your nose doesn't even help because it's just going to keep running because mm-hmm. there's not actually anything in there. It's allergies. Then you want to let the whole plane know, I'm not sick. I'm not sick. I yeah. just have allergies. And me, and I'm next to this girl over here who's 1,000% going to complain if I sniffle one more time yeah. while she's taking up my entire seat. So it's the worst. <laughs> I was like, of all the places that I have to get hit with this allergy attack i can't quit sniffing i'm sneezing and when i sneeze i hold it in so i'm trying not to snot everywhere <laughs> airport anxieties i have the i'm worst. just saying i mean she would have moved if you sneezed on her foot she might have moved i should have just looked towards her and let one rip like oh god i'm so sorry, so sorry. should have been a first class people don't sneeze up there um <laughs> but then when, like when the flat landed uh, you know, she's on the, by the window and I'm also courteous in this way. I don't immediately stand up and try to get all my stuff and stand there. Mm-hmm. I know that the order of things is supposed to be everyone stays seated till the door opens and then row by row, you take your bag, single file. You learn this in like pre-K mm-hmm. and then you go out, right? Mm-hmm. But most people don't want to do that. They, they're like, I got to be the first one to get my bag out of the baggage claim. I got to, you know what I mean? So they, she, she wants, she wants to be up. And I'm like, you're on the inside. You can't get up right. You're going to have to wait for everybody else. You know, she's up hanging over the back of her seat, uh, ticked off because the guy behind her didn't offer to hand her her huge bag. What <laughs> she, were you doing? Like, were you saying anything? I was laughing at this point. <laughs> I was giggling at this point because I was like, oh my God, she's, she's making, she was like, you know, it's a shame that a, a woman has to be the one to ask me if I want my bag. And I'm not exaggerating. That's exactly oh, how she said Atlanta. it. So she was creating also a, uh, I don't know, feminist type complaint now mm-hmm. because there was how Happened to be a guy in the row behind us and a woman handed her bag and that was just a disgrace <gasps> or it could be like girl power thanks girl thanks girl hey got you but i was like i can't with you i can't no like, get me off of this plate right now that should um, be like it should be like a sign we can carry around and like just hold it up like i can't with you i can't <laughs> 
I can't people today. Please. I can't do it. Stop talking to me. Please. <laughs> All right. So listen, we're going to take a real, not like a break because we're it's not going not anywhere. Break, but we're about to try to sell you something. Oh. <laughs> Now that we are talking about all of the ways that we felt insecure when we were younger, let's talk about some things that make us feel better about ourselves. How about that? Okay, okay. Like what, Carolyn? What are you getting like at? What, Carolyn? Like what? Like uh, some of these products that came in our FabFitFun <laughs> spring box. <laughs> I really love them. The face mask mm-hmm. and <laughs> the hair conditioner, the leave-in conditioner is amazing. You know what we didn't mention last time though that I really do love is that champagne charcoal scrub it is a huge container i mean this container is like the size of my head Mm -hmm. and it's full of champagne charcoal scrub for you to rub all over your body while you're taking a bubble bubble bath Skin nice and smooth, and I really love it. It smells amazing, mm-hmm. and I didn't even—I forgot to mention that. And that was another thing that's in there. I used my jump rope this week a few times. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. What's oh, up? Like cardio. Hey. Yeah, I didn't lose any weight, but you know what? It's because next time I'm going to do five times in a row. Yeah. Five jumps all the way, all, all the way, way around, and under. all the way around. Yes, yes, that's ma'am. I'm gonna give cool. me some knee braces, and I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> I like the. um large tumbler that we got that is amazing oh the big uh keeps it hot keeps it cold mm-hmm. whatever i'll be honest i haven't really used that because i don't i don't know why i just never drink out of those but but yes yeah, so that came in there but I, I think that champagne scrub that we talked about was almost as much as the whole box if not more mm-hmm. so like the whole box is worth over 200 dollars, and you're gonna pay 39.99 for the box. And that's not $3,999. That is $39.99. If you use our code MOTHER, that is M-O-T-H-E-R. Right? You get $10 off. So uh, it's a subscription box. Uh, usually it's going to be uh, $59.99, but with our code... or. Forty nine. Oh my gosh, I said that wrong. Scratch that. We're such good fat fit fun partners. Um, usually it's forty nine ninety nine, but when you use our code mother, it's thirty nine ninety nine. And you just go to fatfitfun.com and put in your code mother and get your goodies. Okay, now back to your regular reschedule program. <laughs> so we We're back with the quickness. Back. That wasn't uh, so bad, was, was it? That was quick. Well, Carolyn, you're the queen of wrapping things up. You think so? Because I feel like I'm horrible at goodbyes. No, pretty much you're the best. Everyone always tells me I love your long goodbyes because it takes me five minutes just to say, we'll see you next week. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) here's what. Uh, Thanks. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's just, that's, they don't even know that we did that because we were so in sync. We, yeah, that was two of, that was both of us saying that at the same time. We should sing. We -hmm. really should. Maybe next time. Um, We'll come up with a new song for you to start off. (laughs) The podcast is, but anyway, yeah, this, this episode was kind of tough for a minute. Uh, tough and fun. Tough That's and what we fun. do. And we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you for the, your continued support. The messages you send us are amazing. Um, Y'all have been pouring in those reviews too. You have no idea how much that, you don't disappoint. not only does that help, but it makes our hearts happy. So really thank y'all for that. Um, and we, you know, are excited for what's to come. We're kind of sharing with y'all weekly in real time what's going on yeah, in it's our lives. It's true, yes. You know, this, there's not a whole lot that's really pre-planned. And I think that's what's kind of great is that 
what we're going through day to day is what you're hearing about. Sure. So. And like what we, what, when we like met earlier this year, we were like, we're going to plan everything. Yeah. And what's funny is that we did that because that's not who either of us are. Right. We were trying to be business professionals. We were trying and it just doesn't work out that way for us. And I, and I, I continue to like how we do things. I yeah. Think. It makes it a little stressful. Well, sometimes. A lot because but we never know, but it's super authentic and like, mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like us. I like us too. But we do want it. I've had a question recently, like, are we ever going to have guests? And I do see that happening in our future, uh, our near future. We we do want to bring. We're getting people. an office space here soon. Well, yes, I don't know so, so that's going to change but... everything. That's giving us the place to bring people in to have more equipment and um, new things are to come. So keep with us, and we will talk with you again next week. Goodbye. Okay,